Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Our View podcast. On today's episode, I welcome my friend, Lindsay Simone. Join our conversation as we talk about our over 20 years of friendship and how the name and concept of Our View came to be from our night out on the town with the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Um, Thank you all for joining us today on the Our View podcast. To all of our new listeners, thank you for subscribing and listening. Today, my guest on the podcast is my longtime friend, Lindsay Simone. And for those of you who are just listening to the audio version, Lindsay and I are actually wearing the same t-shirt, yes. <laughs> which is the, uh, the Our View uh, illustration t-shirts. We are both wearing uh, the same t-shirt. We did not plan this, I promise. We just um, <laughs> are connected in such a way that we think alike sometimes. <laughs> very true. Very, which is really, really funny. <laughs> so um, for those people who do not know you, Lindsay, can you just yeah. um, introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you would like people to know about you? Sure. So I went to high school with art. So even though he says Arthur, I'm definitely going <laughs> to stick to art always because that's how I first was introduced to him. And that's what it's probably always going to be. Um, <laughs> so art from day one was just a, you were a fan of mine. Like with when I was in the musicals and everything, you were always there as such a great support for me. Um, and, you know, I just remember us always getting along as friends, you know, going out of our way to talk to one another and say hello. And actually the the little things that wound up being such big things that connected us as longtime friends, you know? Um, so we first met in high school and it's funny because you and I were just talking, we can't even pinpoint the exact time we became friends. Right. It just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of what always was, I guess, you know? Um, and I would say in college really is when we, I don't want to say reconnected, but connected on a different level. Um, when I was away at college, I remember you coming and visiting and even coming to softball games and my musicals and, you know, we always kept in touch. Um, so a little bit about me now is I'm a school teacher and I've always loved incorporating your stories, um, into my lessons for my students to just kind of really drive home that message that they're capable of anything. And there's nothing that really should hold them back. Um, And aside from being a teacher, I also coach softball. And um, that's something you and I had a lot of fun with doing was kind of first, before this all started, was kind of seeing what sports were out there um, and available for those that have some disabilities. Um, Because we kept saying, what a difference that would have made for you growing up, um, had those things been available. And Many moons ago, <laughs> um, I was Miss Camden County in 2006, and my platform uh, was to raise awareness for Challenged Athletes Foundation. And that's really what kind of started you and I in this whole direction of digging deeper of what is out there, you know, what is out there for, for kids that want to be involved that struggle to find things, you know. Um, you've always done a wonderful job involving yourself in people's lives and, and making new friends. But, you know, there's a lot of kids and people out there with disabilities that aren't as outgoing. So it's a little more difficult for them to find those avenues. Yeah, it really, um, 
as you mentioned, it was, you know, back in high school where we met and I uh, can't believe it was that long ago. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, and, I, <laughs> and I will always be art to you and a few other people. That's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'd like to, I don't know why I'd like to uh, be formal sometimes and call myself Arthur. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's weird. <too. laughs> because that is your name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. right. But oh, we, is. um, yeah, so you and I, like like you said, we can't uh, pinpoint, you know, what made us become friends. And, uh, you know, we have uh, mutual friends from high school as well. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just like it, it always has been. I, um, yeah. you know, you and I, we, we became friends in uh, school. And I just remember you and uh, Corey and some of the other uh, girls who you were friends with, you all were just always yeah. so kind to me. And um, included me in things. And, uh, I, I'll never forget it. Um, you know, being in like different lunch groups with you all and just, just inviting me over to sit with you and, uh, you know, just little things like that, but it really meant, uh, really meant a lot. And I did, I fit in. It's so interesting. Some people ask me like in high school, what group did you fit in? I'm like, Oh, I was friends with everybody. (laughs) Which, um, is, a true testament to your personality um, and how open you are to people getting to know you, you know, um, yeah. as well as, as well as I do have to say, I really, I mean, obviously I'm partial, but I think we really came from a great high school. Like the years that we were there, the kids we were with really were just great and wanted to know everybody, you know, so there were different groups that hung yeah. out and, and it worked. You know? Yeah, it did. It really did. But we, um, just to, to connect uh, from high school and to stay friends, like you said, when you went to college and, uh, you know, you were in uh, playing softball and mm-hmm. different uh, musicals and things in, in college and being able to just maintain a friendship through, you know, through all of those years is like really uh, very rare because you you don't have many people that you stay close to over uh, the years that people move away and and go to school. And so it's really, uh, really great to still, uh, still be a a very close friend of you. And and now with uh, your husband, Joe and your kids, and it's just really, (laughs) uh, really great and and really uh, awesome to uh, think about. And times your uh, family has invited me to your Christmas party. I was actually Santa at one of your Christmas parties one year. Well, you're a part of the family. So. <laughs> I am. <laughs> My whole family is friends with you now. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple if, weeks if ago, I not- died. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I did a, uh, uh, participated in a video for your nephew for his birthday. And so, yes. <laughs> see, and if yeah. you're not there at the Christmas party, it's, it's actually weird now. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, why is he not here? <laughs> yeah, I, I have received messages from some of your cousins, like, uh, where were you the other night? Like, we were, oh, we were yeah. looking for you at the oh, Christmas yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say, I remember one of your uh, cousins the year after I played, uh, after the year after I was Santa at your Christmas party, I saw your cousins <laughs> in Ocean City. And one of your younger cousins oh, yeah. went and told their mom, oh, Santa's outside. Like this is the guy who was Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so just give a little backstory. My family always does this fun um, Christmas gift thing and all the gifts, you know, it's one of those things where you can get a gift, you pass a gift. 
And inside one of the gifts, there's always a Santa suit wrapped with it. So if you get the Santa suit, then you have to be Santa <laughs> for the party. <laughs> so I, I wanted to have you on this podcast because it is called the Our View Podcast. And uh, it's called Our View for a very specific reason, for uh, two different reasons. So uh, back in 2009, two, uh, two very different uh, experiences that I had. Uh, the first was I was with my nephew. I picked him up from school one day and uh, the way that you had to pick the students up, you were able to wait out on the sidewalk. So I had to pick him up from school in Marlton and I had to take him to my mom's house uh, probably 20 minutes away. And um, I was with, I was using my crutches that day and all of a sudden uh, they get dismissed from school and he comes out and um, you know we're standing there talking for a minute and then we get in the car well he didn't talk the whole way to my mom's house at all mm. and uh, I was asking questions how was your day fine uh, what did you do nothing um, it's a very short answer so I knew something yeah. was wrong and uh, so I, I just asked, I said, well, what's going on? Is, is school, you know, somebody bothering you in school? And he said, no, I'm fine. I said, okay, well, I, I know you're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's like, what's going on? So he ended up talking about how he was annoyed and upset that the kids were staring at me. Okay. So, and I didn't pay attention to it. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I said, what kids? He said, the kids, my friends, when I came out of school and they were looking at you and they were staring and they pointed at you. I said, oh, okay, fine. Like, it's not a big deal. And he, yes, it is. <laughs> it's not yeah. right. Cause, yeah. And he said, because there's nothing wrong with you. And I said, you're right. I Aww. said, but they don't, but they don't know that. So that or was curious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I had to explain that to him. And I said, you know, go back to school tomorrow and tell them uh, who mm -hmm. I was, tell them I was your uncle, tell them uh, that I drove there and I drove you home and that we went to New York and we've been to, you know, Philadelphia to the car show and we've done things mm -hmm. together because they don't know. They don't know what crutches are and why know. I need them. Um, so it was that experience that happened in the spring of 2009 and then you and I uh, the second <laughs> experience of how our view came together you and I we took a uh, a train up to North Jersey to see Bruce Springsteen <laughs> which was incredible <laughs> yes so we uh took a train up to the Bruce Springsteen concert and a lot of times uh with you and a lot of my other close friends I I see you all often but I'm yeah. often in one spot. We go out to eat, we meet somewhere, yeah. um, or we go uh, to your house, or we hang out in one location. So it's yeah. very rare that I get to travel with uh, a lot of my friends. So they don't see mm -hmm. uh, the experiences that I have being uh, a wheelchair user. And yeah, the, daily the, struggles. Yeah, the daily struggles, the inaccessibility of it all. Mm -hmm. um, so we, I think we ran into every single possible <laughs> obstacle that night. Uh, <laughs> it was a great it night. Definitely <laughs> opened my eyes. Um, I remember being frustrated for you. Um, yeah. It was just an incredible experience, and you know, I always remember that train ride too, because we, you know, obviously we talked the entire time about everything in our lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
And it was a really good, a good moment and a good experience, a good time for me to ask you a lot of questions of some of the things that you're facing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I remember saying was when we got off the train is I said, well, what do you do if the elevator's not working? Right. I don't know if you remember <laughs> me asking you that. And you're yeah. like, well, I just get myself up the steps. And I'm like, well, what if you have your wheelchair with you though? Because usually you bring your wheelchair when you know you're going to be walking a lot or right. traveling a great distance. And um, that was one of the eye-open experiences that you said to me was, well, I just have to kind of drag myself up the steps. And of course, in my head, I'm like, ew, like it's disgusting there. It's dirty there. You can't put yourself on that ground. Right. Um, you know, and it just kind of showed me like how important it is for these things to be working, you know, the elevators to be working or for there to be help in place for you. Yeah. You know? And then, of course, there comes the ultimate, um, you know, situation <laughs> when the train stopped and I had asked the question. I, I felt like I was getting a little bit panicky because I'm like, I feel like they forgot us. And you're like, no, we'll just be left. And I'm like, I don't, I feel like they forgot us. So then yeah, you hear the, um, <laughs> right? Because they have to, yeah, because on the trains, it's the uh, New Jersey Transit train, um, they have to get a what's called a bridge plate that goes between the platform and the train, so it covers the gap that uh, occurs between the uh, train and the platform. And they are, even to this day, and that was 10 years ago, even to this day, they are, the bridge plates are locked up on the platform. So, you know, you have to hope that the conductor remembers that you're on the train and that they, you know, remember what stop you're supposed to get off at and... Uh, they have to go unlock the bridge plate, put it down so you can get off. Then they have to lock it back up. And it's it's a whole yeah. complicated process, like I said, that was uh, that existed 10 years ago. And it's still the same process <laughs> today. Uh, that exists today. But that was one of the things that we had talked about. You know, mm -hmm. why couldn't they modify it so that the bridge mm -hmm. plate could fit somewhere on the train? Correct. So that they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't have to get off the train to unlock it and put it back and then get back on the train. So we, right. uh, you and I started this whole conversation of, uh, I, I think it was uh, based around a lot of the processes that go on um, mm -hmm. that could be streamlined and modified to uh, make it better for everybody. You know, easier yeah, for the, the people that have to do that work and easier for me and, and to not feel forgotten. Because, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, because like you said, it, it was, it got, got a little bit uh, nerve-wracking, nerve I think, because uh, you saw everybody else was gone. Everybody was up the steps yes. and they were, they were already gone. And it was like, all right, I, they're, they're coming. And you were like, I don't think they are. And I said, no, they, they yeah. are. And I was and secretly I having, praying they were. <laughs> I remember having one foot off the train and one foot on the train going, hi. Hey! <laughs> like, yeah. So the door wouldn't get somebody close. To come help. <laughs> yes. And I think that it's important too for, you know, for people to know how our conversations is, you know, we, you and I start off talking about one idea and it just goes in a million different directions. Yes. And that's very much <laughs> what happened that day. Um, and I, and I remember you saying, it's okay. Cause that's what you do. Yeah. It's okay. And I go, no, it's not okay. You know, they need to know like your struggles, your view. And that's how it started. Right. We looked up exactly. at the logo. That's exactly what we it looked up at the handicap. And I go, your view, our view, like our view. They need to know your view. Yes. 
that's exactly how it happened and we came up with that logo with the logo and everything that night and just of uh you know the importance of uh sharing stories of people with disabilities and uh just just hearing their their stories and hearing their experiences and how they are different and how yeah. you know by through sharing my story and other people's stories uh, who have disabilities how they can uh, create change in uh, in the world somewhere and in a lot of different places yeah. because you know and I remember we went we went to this concert which was at the um, old Giant Stadium mm-hmm. and we were sitting. Um, we were sitting in the uh, designated uh, handicap area. Best seats of my life. Yes. So it was, <laughs> it was so much fun. That was such a fun night. Next to the drummer's parents. Yes. Yes. I was <laughs> going to say next to uh, Max Weinberg's parents. And, um, <laughs> you know, but we, we really were able to see, the, literally taking the big picture of this whole stadium filled with people. Yeah. and realize how very few people with disabilities, visible disabilities, were at that show. As far yeah. as people in wheelchairs or with other uh, assistive devices, it, it was amazing to see a stadium filled with thousands of people and you see a handful of people with uh, visible mobility disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, and that's not to say other people didn't have other types of disabilities, but the ones you could see of, like I, I said, mentioning uh, using a wheelchair or walkers or crutches that number was very low and it really for me it made me realize at that moment that it is important to tell our stories because you know things aren't uh things need to be improved because they may not have a lot of uh riders that come on to the new jersey transit trains so it's no big deal to get you know to get the bridge plate every few hundred rides uh you know taking that northeast corridor uh route but if more people with disabilities found it to be more accessible, <laughs> maybe they yeah. would be on the train more often. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, exactly. Because you do have to worry about uh, getting on and off the train. You have to worry about if the elevator is going to be working when you get to your stop. You have to make sure that your stop has an elevator, number one, because yeah. not all of the stops yeah. have elevators. Uh, so it, it's a lot to um, it's a lot to take in and a lot to... Well, even- um, you were saying that day getting a taxi even right you know every area seems to have some kind of challenge with it yeah yeah and that's that's the thing like you said I I do say oh that's okay it's okay that's because I never know if that's the craziest (laughs) thing I if it's early in the day that might not be the craziest (laughs) thing we experience like I have to save my save my frustration because it's like okay this is the first of many possible uh things that could be inaccessible for today so like let's not get upset about yeah. this one <laughs> might be uh, and I mean, something I, else i admire you for that i always have i mean just how easy things are i don't want to say how easy things are for you because that's not what i mean but mm-hmm. you don't see it as a challenge you just as a place like i'm just going to go through these things i'm going to experience challenges and that's okay for today um but you always find a way, you know, you don't let, you don't let your disability limit you. You never have. And I have laughed with you a lot over the years, like, where's art going today? Because you travel <laughs> everywhere. You do everything. You, my goodness, you do more than, than me. I feel like you're out and about. And sometimes it's humbling and it just puts things into perspective of, you know, when you say, oh, 
I can't do this because of that. And then you look at your situation and it's like, well, art makes it work. Yeah. You know, and I think that's important for people to see that too, that you really are an inspiration for people. Yeah. Well, and, well, thank you so much for that. And it's really, <laughs> um, it's, it's part me, but then it's also part um, people like yourself. I, I know you saw the post yesterday. I was out um, at a lake with, uh, yeah. <laughs> with Nicole and Nick and Aww. their son, Parker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's that part of it too, because uh, the pictures of, of me at the lake and I was on this very skinny dock of uh, going out yeah. to this island that made a lot of people nervous, apparently. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I look at that and I'm like, I was in my wheelchair. <laughs> but, you know, it was, and it was partly, you know, again, it's part me, but then it's part other people, the people I surround myself with, because yeah. uh, our, our friend Nicole is a nurse. So she was like, oh, I don't care what we have to do. We're getting you in your wheelchair yeah. and we're going to get you, you know, to the yeah, spot where really we go you fishing. Say no. Right. <laughs> You know, it's like, we're, we're getting you in your chair and between me and my husband, we will get you over there. Like we'll, yep. we will make it happen. So yeah. it's, it's partly me wanting to do things. And then, like you said, it's the other half of it is you all not letting me say no, like we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> like we're going to make doing, it happen. We're going to do away. it. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> and between the five of us, we'll figure out how to get you there. <laughs> yep. So it's, yep. it's really, um, it, it's really great because I can, um, you know, I, I have that own uh, drive and desire to, to do things. And then it's like, mm -hmm. I have a great team of people with me that are like, yes, you're, you're doing it. Like we're all doing yeah. it. We're doing it together. <laughs> and, and it's and always been that, that yeah. way. It has been. And it's, it's like, you know, a family, like anybody you come across and meet, it's like yeah. you end up becoming a family member to them, Yeah. you know? And, and that is, I mean, you're, so ambitious but you're also a very good friend in the fact like you you do keep in touch with your friends also you know you go out of your way always have I um like I was saying I, right before this I was like oh I wonder if I can find my high school box which is not going to happen in five minutes but you know <laughs> I still have like letters that you've written me and mailed because you were you were always that friend also, even when I saw you, you're like, I'm going to mail, I'm going to mail a letter because it's nice to get mail. And yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was always so beautiful to open. Um, but I have them and I saved them. And yeah. it's, it's, it's things like that, that, um, you know, it's just, that's what we see in you. You're just a good, you're just a good friend, you know, and you make it easy. Lindsay, this yeah. is supposed to be about you, not about me. But <laughs> no, yeah, because that's what comes out. You know that. Listen, I, you know, when I talk about you, this I know. Is what happens. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you, and that's but. it goes, but it goes back to the, like you and um, you know, people are really good to me, and that's what, you know, that's what I I pay attention to, and you know, I, I'm fearless in the things that I do because of people like you who are, like I said, that are just like, all right, we're doing it and you're coming, yeah. we're going and you're coming with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we're going to make it happen. We don't know how we're going to make it happen, but we'll figure it out <laughs> and we're going to make it happen. So Every that's step. the important thing. So it's just, you know, it, it's really the, um, like, yeah, I, I, like I said, I do have that fearless side in me, like where I think I can do you everything, do. but, but then I have those people that don't tell me no to things. <laughs> yes. 
Like, should I do this? And everybody's like, yes, you should do it. All right. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said that, but since everybody agrees with me, like, all right, let's go. But <laughs> so I, it's really and I, I love how this, you know, starting your, your own awareness has really even pushed that for you. You know, it's allowed you to get in front of more people and do more things um, and just expand who you are, you know? Yes. Um, just everything you do now, the awareness, like the couple of times you were able to come into my classroom, I loved and appreciated that because my students were able to ask you questions in a comfortable environment where they might be nervous to do that otherwise, you know, right. and all kinds of questions come out once they realize it's okay to ask you questions. Yeah. And, and I just think that it's incredible. Yeah. And that's really what I, that's what I love. I love having the opportunity to come into classrooms because, mm -hmm. um, you know, number one, the students, I think they're around their friends and they're around their group of people that they're, that they're comfortable with. So they exactly. can ask questions, but then through them asking questions, there are students who are comfortable with sharing their own uh, disability stories of having right. a disability and you know uh, learning disabilities and mm -hmm. or they have a relative who uses a wheelchair or crutches or, or something like mm -hmm. that where you know they bring it up in the classroom and other students are just like really oh I, I yeah. didn't know <laughs> yeah. so it, it's it makes it all comfortable for for people uh, to start a conversation with every with everyone and and that's what uh that's what I, I really am appreciative of you, uh, you know, for letting me come in. I, I remember the um, <laughs> one time, <laughs> one time we came in, I, I came into your class and I think I was there most of the day. Yeah. And um, you, you had your students write, or you had, you had me write a story for your students about mm -hmm. my day mm -hmm. and what it's like to start my day. So I, I wrote maybe a page or two that was, talking about getting out of bed and, and my leg muscles not working. So I have to wear braces and I have to put my braces on mm -hmm. and how I get in and out of the shower and, and how I make food from my wheelchair. And, and it just told a, a life in uh, a story of a day in my life. Yeah. And uh, then I came in to talk to the students, you know, a couple of weeks after they read my uh, brief story yep. and I'm, I'm talking about my, my life and you see the kids pointing at each other and they're like, wait, I think that's the guy we read a story about. And yeah. So it, it all just like came and like you literally like the, uh, the mind blown emoji. Like if you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that could have happened, like I think, circle. yeah. And it was like, wait. And then in every single class, after I talked for a few minutes, there was a student that raised their hand and said, did you write a story that we read a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> and I'm like, I did. So and it was like, yeah. I knew that was you. It sounded like it was you. So it was uh, just the way that you could, you know, relate that. And it was talking about point of view, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, them writing point of view stories and mm -hmm. uh, to relate that to your, your lesson. And then um, it was the uh, Jackie Robinson book, Jackie's, yeah, Jackie's I was Nine. Yeah, I say that. Yeah, yeah, so that I was, uh, yeah, I came in and talked about um, two topics, uh, two of the nine uh, topics, I think it was courage and determination. Yeah. I believe. Look at you, um, good memory, at, see that? Look at me. <laughs> well, be because, that incredible. <laughs> because that really, it made me um, 
those those two experiences made me realize that it's not you know like I'm talking about my disability but it fits into everyday life yeah you know because and it, it yeah. goes back to the our view name of mm-hmm. yeah I'm sharing my story from my point of view so that yeah. the fact that you were able to have your students write a story about their point of view of something and me and mm-hmm tie them in together it was just like that blew my mind I was like wow like this is really crazy (laughs) it it really was an incredible moment and um you know I remember the Q&A the students asking you so many questions and just Mm -hmm. how amazed they were that you can do normal things like everyday things that they do and I remember specifically the two biggest ones being wait you can swim right right (laughs) and the second one saying wait you can go you can go on rides, amusement park rides. Do you yes. remember? Yes, and they invited um, me to Clementon Park for their, yes. <laughs> their trip, and I, and I showed up. <laughs> that was awesome. So it was like a month later, and they were beyond, that was the highlight of their day. Yeah, that was, was really, really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool, because I remember them saying, like, we really want you to come, and I said, no, I, I will show up. Like, you don't understand. Yeah. I was like, oh, come. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't understand. Like, you don't don't challenge me with, like, a good time, you know. And I'll, yeah. I'll show up. <laughs> and then when I but did I, show I, up, they were really surprised. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, but, it's even more, of course, they were excited to see you, but just, you know, it goes along with that fact of just because, you know, you shared your story, you were able to then take it a step further for them and like model it. Like, yes, this is me in my everyday life. You're going to see me do some of the things that you can do with you. Um, right. And there's nothing that's, that's bigger than that for them to see that example. Yeah. I think so that was, was really cool. I, I think that was, like you said, that's what, I, I think that's what tied it all in together because mm-hmm. I can talk. It, it's, it's one thing to talk about something, but to actually see it in action is, yeah. uh, like it's a whole different, a whole different ball game at that point where it's just, um, it's like, oh wait, like he did say he likes to ride rides and he yeah. did say he, <laughs> you yeah. know, he, he likes to do these things and, and here he is, he's at the yeah. park with us. Like, that's really cool. But I, uh, yeah. I also remember about that time where you had your, um, your observation that last, <laughs> the last class of the day. <laughs> oh, and I you, don't remember. Were yeah, you in there? You, <laughs> yeah, and you tried to um, you tried to see if they could come back another day because you weren't teaching your lesson that day because I was yeah. presenting to your class, you know, and and uh, I think it was with the principal and I guess the department head of the uh, English department, and they said, "Oh no, no, it's fine, it's okay." Well, the way that we and I say we because we really did that presentation together because <laughs> I know your whole life it was easy. Yeah. For, I mean, I feel like I tagged him in your conversations anyway because I'm like oh yeah then there was this one time <laughs> so oh she yeah, they said I don't know what just happened but that you need to take that show on the road because Lindsay said one word and you had a whole story about it <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well that, that's what a happens lot of years when of friendship. You, yeah that's what happens when you know somebody and you you know you spend a yep. lot of time and you get to know people and that mm-hmm. I think that's what's important about our friendship is that it wasn't just um, like being in, in elementary school and when I first started like middle school and high school, yeah. it, it, you know, having the insecurity of having a disability and mm-hmm. asking the why are people becoming friends with me uh, was a big thing yeah. for me. Like, are they becoming friends with me because yeah. they feel sorry for me? Um, I have a large family. I, um, 
you know, so it's like they have no choice. They have to be around me (laughs) as, you know, having a family. But it's like, why are people becoming friends with me? I I realize I'm, yeah, it's like I realize I'm different. I realize I have to use crutches in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, is it because they feel sorry for me or is it because they're genuinely interested in knowing me and, and, um, you know, getting to know me and who yeah. I am. And that's, that's the one thing that you were always genuine with of, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know me and, and genuinely wanting to know about me. And, yeah. uh, you know, I remember we had conversations about, you know, the pain that I have and it's like, well, what does it yeah. feel like? And how do you, you know, what do you do to fix it? And, uh, we just had this conversation again a couple of weeks ago. I believe. Yeah. With the rain, uh, with all the rain. <laughs> yeah. With all the rain and, and being in the house for yeah. the last couple of months. And, you know, you well, asked I mean, how I, yeah. yeah, you asked how I was making out with it and how my body was feeling and, um, yeah. you know, offering solutions and, and things like that. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's what, um, you know, that's, that's where we were able to uh, tag team very well on that presentation <laughs> just to, because yeah. uh, you, you genuinely know me and you, uh, you know, through all of these years have taken the time to uh, get to know me and introduce me to your, your family and, uh, yeah. you know, have me around your children. And it's just really uh, something I'm, I'm grateful for. So thank you for that since we're, since we're giving compliments out today. <laughs> well, I, you know, I can help myself with you. I know. I, mean, I, just, I feel like that I'm, you know, me, I don't hold back when I have questions and right. it's really, it comes from you, you know, like a genuine place. I just want to know more. If I know more, it, it helps me just, you know, help you better and, and, and others, you know, Yeah, it helps you understand things a lot better. Yeah. And I love learning, but I, you know, to parallel with that, it's just how open you are. And Mm -hmm. there's really nobody else in my life that I've ever had um, with a disability that I could go to as openly as you. I mean, it's so random. If I have a random thought, I know if you, I can just message you (laughs) and ask you my random thought of the day and you'll answer it, you know? And I think that it's just incredible that you're an open book to people Everyone and not everybody's as open as you. Right. And I think that's also a difficult place because, you know, some people do view their disability different. If there's a lot of, you know, upsetment or anger that is um, intertwined with it, they right. may not be as open to talk about it. And, you know, that's just reading the person, but you've always been more than open. And when you, when you see little kids looking at you, you always talk to them or let them ask mm-hmm. questions. And I think it's great because I encourage my own kids. I don't want them, you know, to wonder. I'm like, just ask them, you know, right. Just go over. Yeah. You can touch his crutches. Cause I know that yeah. that's okay with you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great that my kids can see that at their age. Right. I remember. Yeah. I remember um, your nephew. He, I was, I was at their house actually. And I was getting ready to stand up from uh, sitting on the sofa mm-hmm. and he just came over to me and like, didn't say anything to anybody else. He just came over to me and said, do you want me to help you? Can, or he, you know, he said, can I get, can, can my aunt Lindsay help you get up or something like that? <laughs> I'm like, Oh, wow. So what I did, you know, to make him feel included, I said, I said, yeah. no, what you can do is I said, I, I don't need, you know, help to really get up. I said, but can you count for me? Like, can you count to three and then like, you know, and that'll help me, you know, give me energy to get up, 
you know, and, and he counted to three and I stood up and he was just so excited. <laughs> so I mean, that's where you're good. You just, you recognized in that moment that he just wanted to be a help for you. Right. Yeah. And you it was, he, he, you know, I'm not sure if he knew exactly what my condition was at that time. He was, he was young, mm -hmm. but he mm -hmm. knew that like, okay, I think somebody should be helping him maybe. So yeah. let me ask and uh, see. And he was just really calm with it. Like, do you need help? Can I, can I get yeah. my mom or my aunt to help you? And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, thanks. But like, I'm okay. And then I said, yeah. no, and wait, I, like, I let's love, include him. <laughs> it's, it's just like, I love that he, you know, from a young age, my nephews and my own kids are, are around mm -hmm. my family. For instance, when you come to our Christmas parties or every party, um, <laughs> You know, they, they pool, see that. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not odd for them to see us like, hey, what do you want to eat? Hey, what what do you need to drink? Hey, what do you, you know, right. they're used to that. So now it's just, they've, they just chip right in and do the same thing. And I want them to do that for others, you know? Yeah. So it's, and it's moments like that. I don't realize how powerful they are. Kids are watching. Right. They really are. And for me, even, you know, I like to tell my friends who have kids, like, you know, thank you. Because I know like having your kids around people like is mm -hmm. a special thing. Like I know people don't let their kids around everybody. So, <laughs> you know, so I take that as like, I, well, I take that as like a real like compliment and I'm really honored that yeah. people allow me to be in their homes around their children because, um, you know, your children are just starting school, uh, you know, this, this year. Yeah. And just the fact that, when they get into second, third, and, and grades above, and they see somebody that has crutches, they can say, oh, my mom's friend, my dad's friend has, has crutches. Right. It's no big deal. Right. So that's, you know, and that's where it all really starts because it's just um, like they have to learn somewhere and it's like, yeah. it, it's, it's okay. And that's where with my nephew, I had to explain to him they don't live with an uncle that has crutches and uses a wheelchair. They yeah. don't know what that means. Like, right. <laughs> you know, right. I understand why you're upset, <laughs> but like, they don't see this all the time. Like you do, you know, I, I do yeah. things and drive and you know that I, uh, you know, that I have to crawl. They don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So use that <laughs> as, a, as a moment to educate. You right. Know. And it's like, you have to tell them like about this, you have to tell them about me and, and what I have, mm -hmm. you know, I have spina bifida, you know, what, it, what happened and, tell them about it. Like that's yeah. how, and that's the only way that, that kids and even adults, it's the only way they learn is if people allow them to, uh, and if people share their stories, I think that's, uh, you know, mm -hmm. the real, real important thing, you know, the way things are changing in the world of disability awareness. And it's just little things like weaving it into a commercial where you notice like, Oh wait, like they're using sign language or even uh, yeah. a few commercials that have the subtitles at the bottom. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. just being aware of that and adding that into their, uh, into their product, into their awareness piece, I think is uh, very, very important to, uh, to see. And it's important for kids to see it too. So. It's, yeah. Um, and I think that it's, it's really cool too, not only for you um, being able to educate kids, but even, you know, there were times that you were going into the workplaces and educating employees and employers and managers. And I feel like that too is so important because when you are not born with a disability or maybe not even born, but when you don't have a disability and you don't know anyone with it, you don't really understand how to look through those lens. You know, you right. don't, 
walk through your store and realize, oh, this might be a little bit too high for someone to reach, or mm, maybe I shouldn't put this display here because a wheelchair can't fit past it. Right. And I think that just you, um, you know, going into places and pointing things like that out is really important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and it is because they, like you said, they don't look through that lens because they don't have mm -hmm. the personal experience maybe, or um, it, it's much different. I've, I've received text messages from friends of mine who travel outside of the country or just even in the country. And they'll mm -hmm. text me like, look at this, like, this is not accessible at all. Like I think about if you were here and it would be like so terrible for you to get around this place. And, yeah. uh, you know, so it's just like to, to educate everybody about people with disabilities are out in your communities. They do things, they, they travel, mm -hmm. uh, they come into your grocery stores, they, uh, they come into right. your shopping malls, into your stores mm -hmm. to, to, to buy things. And it's really, uh, really important that you, um, you know, do what you can to accommodate and just doing little things like you mentioned, setting up a display in a different way in a different area. Yeah. That's not as tight or uh, not as crowded so that uh, there's a risk of somebody knocking it over. And uh, yeah. because accessibility, when it's done right, it, it's a benefit for everybody. It yeah. really, um, you know, because even not just wheelchairs, but for mothers, parents who have strollers. With right. their babies it's right. just like you know things can be tight for them too <laughs> to get through with mm -hmm. the stroller exactly. so to really yeah. uh make things more uh, uh to make them more wide would be beneficial to uh you know to a lot a lot more people than just people in wheelchairs so it really uh, right. really can be helpful and beneficial to to everybody yeah and i think <laughs> what's cool is that once you know once you have those conversations with people what's really neat to see is it doesn't leave them. Um, it kind of sticks with them to the point where you said, you know, they're sending you pictures and they live in different states and that's what you wanted to do. You know, you wanted to bring this awareness up and touch one person and just let it ignite, you know, and, right. and travel to different people and just, just have the awareness there. Just having that makes a big difference because then the next person that comes along to start a business, now that's going to be in their mind and that's how it's going to just keep evolving, you know? Right. That's the big Basically thing. That. Yeah, that's the big thing of, of why I love talking to uh, students in schools because right. I don't know whose child I might be talking to. Um, you know, our story started on uh, the New Jersey transit train. One of the students I talked right. to, their parent could be an executive for New Jersey transit. And if they go home and talk about my presentation that day, uh, that right. could, you know, that could be the, the beginning of creating a change in that, you know, in the, yeah. the area where their parent works. Because, or if they grow up to work right. in that area. Right. You know? Yeah. If they grow up and, and uh, become an architect and, and, or, you know, creating buildings or hotel rooms or whatever, right. you know, insert whatever you want into that blank, they can remember right. like, oh, I have to make this more accessible, uh, you know, for people with wheelchairs and, and incorporate other accessibility features for other disabilities as well, mm -hmm. I think is, uh, you know, very important with, uh, you see the, uh, like on um, fire alarms, they have the flashing lights for the people who right. are uh, hearing impaired. They can't hear the siren, but they could see the flashing light. So it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, and for people that are visually impaired, they can't see the flashing light, but they can hear the siren going off. Right. So it's, uh, 
you know, just thinking of that little thing. So like, yeah. let's incorporate one thing that does both. So it can alert yeah. different, uh, you know, be uh, alert different people uh, with different, the different senses. So mm -hmm. it really, uh, you know, it really is important. And I think, uh, as you mentioned, it does uh, stick with people uh, through, mm -hmm. through a long, a long time. It's, uh, I've, I've been many places where, you know, I've had an adult walk up to me and say, my daughter thinks that you spoke at her school a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Aww, what school? Awesome. Yeah, what school? And, and they tell me the school and I'm like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that probably was me. <laughs> uh, I speak at a, a local middle school every October for the week of respect and the middle school and high school are connected to each other. So I speak mm -hmm. to the sixth graders every October. And to get to the middle school, uh, because of the accessibility of their school, I have to go through part of the high school. So without right. fail, when I'm, when I'm coming into the school and when I'm leaving, there's always an upperclassman now that's like, hey, you spoke in my I sixth grade you. class a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. it's really, uh, and, and that's really great because it's, um, it, it means they paid attention. You know, yeah. it really... Uh, it's it's really really a great feeling to know that kids do pay attention. <laughs> I just think even you creating, you know, taking it a step further this year too, with now creating, a, um, you know, apparel, is yes, just a whole nother way of of spreading awareness. You know, when somebody's wearing this shirt, it creates a conversation. Like, what is that shirt? What does that mean? And I think that things like that are just another way to reach more people. Whereas you know, typically somebody wouldn't come up to me and ask me about disabilities, but if they saw me wearing this shirt, now they might be more inclined to ask the question, like, what does that shirt represent? Where did you get that shirt? Why are you wearing right. that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes it another, another moment, another moment to have that conversation and educate another teachable moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, uh, I'm I'm glad that I did uh, expand into the apparel world as well. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to at no, first, but it cool. was uh, yeah, it was a thing of like, all right, I people are asking for it, so it must be. Yeah, uh, it needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and well. I think just like that, you know, because I bought a couple t-shirts and sweatshirts, and and now you know, I'm like, I need more, and yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think just the fact that in the future, like, I want to get more for my kids. It's like just them wearing the shirts and it being a normal thing for them or a normal thing for them to have a conversation about that typically wouldn't happen, have happened much for teenager kids or toddlers to talk about. Right. I think that that's cool to incorporate that and make that a, a normal thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, it's so important to, to start there, uh, you know, when they're young yeah. and, you know, and like I said, so when they do encounter somebody in their classroom or anywhere, they can, you know, they won't be so surprised by it. You know, the wheelchair right. won't be so scary for them or such a, mm -hmm. uh, such a, a foreign thing for them to understand. It's like, oh yeah, I see a wheelchair all the time. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then and, and they'll start that conversation like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe he has spina bifida like my mom's friend. Or, yeah, yep. <laughs> so it's really... Uh, it's it's really great to uh, be able to offer this uh, this great opportunity. Thank thank you so much for taking the time to uh, have this conversation with me. I wanted to uh, 
definitely wanted to make sure I included you in uh, one of my first Thank episodes, you, just because it. it really, like this whole idea started 10 years ago with, you know. know, with our one experience on that trip. And uh, it, it wouldn't be uh, what it is now without that conversation. So I wanted to make sure that I included you and, uh, you know, share share you and what I uh, appreciate uh, about you uh, as my friend for so many years with everybody. And of course, uh, you're great. And I will be at your house to swim really soon. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> quite possible. <laughs> and I think the fact that it is 10 years, we're due for another concert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, definitely when they allow when concerts again. Yes. When they allow <laughs> concerts to happen again, we will be uh, back on the concert scene for sure. That's one there of the things go. I miss the most. <laughs> live I know shows you do. Is, yeah, yeah. Live shows is one of the things I miss the most. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I- well, Thanks like for I having said, me. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'm sure we can uh, think of some other topics to discuss and- uh, We'll have a, another conversation on another episode coming up soon. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll be there. All right. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon, Lens. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Our View podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. New episodes will be released on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. Do you want to help change the tone of conversation among your family and friends? Head over to our website for some Our View merchandise. Our website is www.our-view.com forward slash merchandise. I thank you for listening. Have a great day and take care.